1: As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Greetings in the name of the Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. Welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. Glory to God, and this is your host, Pat Randall, on this day that the Lord has made. Well, today, as I was preparing myself to just speak from the heart, not from my mind, but to speak from the heart, and to share my time of meditating in the Holy Spirit, what I hope will be a blessing to you that will encourage and will strengthen you. Because one of the things I love to do is to exhort people, to encourage people. And and I want to not just encourage you to be strong and to have hope, but also to encourage you to understand the significance of intimately knowing God for yourself and understanding just how unique you are. You are a part of the human race, but just as Every leaf on the tree is not exactly the same, even though it's a part of the tree. You are a part of human mankind or humankind, but yet you are unique. You are unique. And God will speak into that uniqueness. And in order for that to happen, you need to understand that you, first of all, that you are unique that you are a part of the collective, the body, but yet there is a relationship that God wants to establish with you and a specific journey that he wants to take you on. And it all connects to the rest of the body. And today I was thinking about what would I entitle this message and and at first I was like you know well it's not really a message but just give a title to this episode on today and well I was thinking well maybe I'll just wait till the end of the the broadcast and and then I'll just once I download the podcast online then I'll just maybe give it a title if there is a title but something came to me and um, just now just before I press the record button and it is don't drink the Kool-Aid don't drink the Kool-Aid let me pray Lord I thank you for this day I thank you for my life this day, and I thank you for those who are alive to hear this message whenever they hear it. I thank you that they will hear what is for them, for them, that they will hear your voice, even though I'm using my voice, but through my voice, they will hear your voice. That you will speak to them spirit to spirit. Because we are in a time where we are to worship you in spirit and in truth. I thank you for this time today. And I thank you for guiding my words. Guiding my thoughts during this time. In Christ Jesus name. Amen and amen. Amen. So. I'm going to entitle this episode, Don't Drink the Kool-Aid. And earlier in the week, I watched a documentary and it was on a particular uh, denomination, Christian denomination. They were fundamentalists and they uh, believed in uh, multiple marriages, right? Right. They had separated from the original religion or denomination once multiple marriages had been outlawed as a outlawed within the church. And I was looking at these people who said they were designated as prophets, and I watched how they built a doctrine and a theology that control the people. And what happened is is basically these people actually handed over their mind to this man. And even if they had a question, they thought it was a sin or being disobedient or rebellion to even have a question about some of the things that they were seeing and hearing. That is so dangerous. And I was thinking to myself, you know, this is basically sort of still, I mean, it's still going on uh, today because this person, this prophet who was um, heading up this group ended up, you know, They were charged with rape Because they were marrying these underage children And and this prophet was the one who selected the brides for them So basically that was a certain power He also had over the men within this uh, church organization Because he was the one who decided Who your bride was going to be And also your... Position within the ministry and then your position in the life after this uh, Based on their their doctrine or their theology Was that the more wives you had, the higher you would ascend And so they were reliant, they were always currying favor With this prophet and trying to serve him Because he was the one that would determine, like, if you had multiple brides and how many of them. And I I think about the fact that man is always, God could have started something. But eventually man will get in the way. He will get in the way. I have had, I've been around for a long time now. And I have been in search for truth. W- what is truth since I was in, oh, I guess my, 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 my late teens. And now I'm 70 years old. And I have been on this journey and I have seen and heard a lot of things I have watched, I have been a part of ministries where they start off hearing God and the 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 you can see the Holy Spirit at work. And as that thing begins to grow, somehow man has to he has to control it and he has to build this this hierarchy where there's this structure where there's this person at the very top and and then everyone else is stacked underneath him. And historically it has always mostly been men, right? And everything is being seen through whatever the vision of this this person at the very top. And it can never be challenged. It can never be questioned. And for those who are questioned. They can find themselves on the outside of things. Also what that that kind of structure does. Also you see people jockeying. To get into position. To be closer to those who are in a higher position. And which also creates a sort of competitive spirit among the ones underneath because they want to be closer. So it's like, I'm in competition with you because I want to be in that inner circle. And it is, I, I just can't see how that is the kingdom of God according to what Jesus Has shown us in his word I mean he said that you know Whoever wants to be chief among the people Must be a great servant You must be a great servant And we have redefined what servanthood is Because we say we're serving But we end up in a place where we're being served More than being a service but we say because I'm teaching you that I'm 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 a servant. Well, Jesus was also a, a great teacher, but he also washed the feet of his disciples. Okay, now I'm thinking about where I'm going to go from here. Okay. One of the safeguards for us because of the tendency of mankind to revert back, even it's it's like we take ten steps forward and then we take five steps back, and there are just certain things that of the old that we just don't want to get rid of. Things of tradition. It's hard for us to let go of tradition. I've seen churches break away from denominations because they're in disagreement. And I have watched them adopt some of the same practices of the very denomination they left that they were in disagreement with. And so they're not really doing a new thing. They're not really moving into new spiritual territory. They're disagreeing and they're breaking away and starting their own thing. And what I can see from that is just man disagreeing with man. I don't think it has anything to do with God. God is a spirit of unity. And everything he does is he's moving toward uniting us as a bride. As a bride to Christ. Not some Frankenstein. Some odd pieces put together that are not really connected. This is interesting, the, the way my thoughts are going right now uh, and on this particular episode. But as I, let me get back to the safeguard. Our safeguard is, safeguard is our relationship with the Holy Spirit. We need to understand the importance of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because he was left, he was sent to be the teacher. I, I read the scripture out of 1 John last week, and it's Jesus uh, speaking. He says, I, I write these things to you uh, about those who are trying to deceive you. But the anointing that you received from him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about everything, and is true, and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. And we have allowed ourselves to be taught by man, as opposed to being taught by the Holy Spirit. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to teachings. God uses people, but you, because the Holy Spirit is your teacher, you will be able to discern when God stopped speaking and man took over. Otherwise, you won't be able to differentiate, and you'll just think that everything that this man of God speaks has to be from God. Do not drink the Kool-Aid. And I say this in love because... For some people, some people are wolves in sheep's clothing. And then there are those who just believe what they're saying, that everything that they say is, 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 is some message from God, and they're just in error. That's, that's all. But your safeguard is to always lean into the Holy Spirit that resides on the inside of you. That is very important. John 14, 25 through 26 says, These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. He will teach you all things, not some things. He will teach you all things. He's going to teach you all, as well as he's going to bring to your remembrance the things that he's already said. So we've got the scriptures that have been brought together, the Bible. And the Bible, it doesn't contain all the books or all the scriptures or all the things that were written. But men came together when they decided to print a Bible, came together and decided what would go in, what books would go in, what scriptures, what scrolls, written scrolls, would go into this collection to create the Bible. And even in this, because I still believe that... It is inspired by God Because God has a way of using man Or I shouldn't say working through him Without him even knowing it So even if man tries to put a finger on it God is still there And his message is still contained in there No matter how much man has fiddled with it God's message is still there and the Holy Spirit will definitely reveal it to you. And one of the things that was very helpful for me personally in my life was when the Holy Spirit spoke to me about or gave me revelation about when I read the scriptures from the front of that book to the back of that book, that I do it through love, because God is love, even though people like to say, oh, but God is love, but he is also this, no, he is love, and everything that he does, his judgments come out of love, his wisdom comes out of love, all of that, his prophecy, his prophetic, all of it, all everything, everything, comes from a place of love. And so, as I read the scriptures, I see it as one. Conti- now, I don't know if this is going to be helpful to you, but it was very helpful to me. Is that I, when I read the Bible, I read it as one long story that's not even finished yet it's one long story and what it is doing it is chronicling it's a chronicle of mankind relating to God in their time and through their experience so in the old testament that the time in that particular period you got to remember that man was coming out of a a time when they related to God where they always had to 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 satisfy the anger of this God whether it was whatever the names of the gods were I can't think of one right now and then if I did say it I might mispronounce it at the moment but anyway so it always required in, in their worship of this God It always required for them To uh, satisfy this God's anger That's against them And so they were sacrificing Their children They were sacrificing babies on the altar To appease an angry God So that he would It, it would quench this God's anger And if you look at the movement Historical movement of man relating to God, then you see later on that man now is relating to God through sacrificing animals on the altar. Okay, so at least we've moved from sacrificing babies to sacrificing animals. Okay, so we're we're moving in a better direction. And getting to know God, and God knows that you know that's where that's where we were. That was where we were, and I-, I love the fact that God comes to you where you are. He comes to you where you are. He comes to you a- at your place of 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 understanding, of where you are, and gently tries to move you along. And so we have moved all the way from you know, um, sacrificing our children to sacrificing animals and obeying all these laws that were written. And then we move and then Jesus appears on the scene. Jesus appears on the scene and he shows us, he really shows us, who the father is And he tells these stories These parables Like the, the prodigal son To kind, to demonstrate to us To demonstrate to us Just the, the makeup And the nature of God God's oncology That he would leave the 99 To go look for the one sheep That's lost And we still have a tendency To want to go back to what is to what was to, to to the old to the old to that old place of understanding and we are so afraid to move away from the herd unfortunately as you well I don't know if it's unfortunate or not but as you as you grow in the lord sometimes well most times I should say it will move you out from among the density of the crowds. So it begins to thin, the place that you're going begins to to thin out. Just think about this. Now, during Noah's time, during that flood, I mean, Noah was preaching. He wasn't just building an ark, but he was going out speaking to the people Trying to convince them. But they were so set in their ways. That they refused to hear this. Because what Noah was saying was new to them. So they closed their ears to what he was preaching. It was a decision that they made not to get on that ark. And unfortunately when you get a huge group of people believing the wrong thing or in error it is it is very hard it's all it's like a swimming upstream the current is going in one direction and you're trying to move and go against that current but it's it's okay it's okay because it's just like when the israelites when they sent um Aaron and um, Joshua out to... Well, see, I may be mixing up these names again. But anyway, the two young men that they sent out with the other spies to go spy out the land. And when they came back, the other people were so afraid, you know, because that's what fear does. Fear does. It makes you uh, very insecure, right? And the other two... Uh, Caleb and Joshua, that's who it is. Caleb and Joshua, they were able to see beyond the fear and to see that what God was promising them, that it was available to them, even though it looked dangerous. And for some of us, we refuse to listen to certain teachers or read certain books because we perceive it as being dangerous. But if we're being led by the Holy Spirit, he will guide us to what we need to hear or what we need to read. What I have found in my life and in my relationship with the Holy Spirit is that he will reveal things to me as I'm either as I'm reading scripture or while I'm praying or while I'm just meditating and just thinking about about the Lord and thinking about life. And he will open up some understanding to me. And then later on, he will confirm it by leading me to others who are actually have the same understanding. I am grateful. I am grateful for all of those who have spoken into my life through their teachings, that they have confirmed things for me and have answered questions that I had, have inspired me to study even deeper, to even study the history of religion and the church. That also brings another level of understanding. Especially if you're reading and listening to teachings. It, you, you need You need knowledge. You need knowledge to process that. And the Holy Spirit is there to guide you. To guide you so that in your accumulation of this knowledge. That he is going to, the Holy Spirit is going to give you the truth. The truth within the knowledge. The truth within the text that you read. We're not here to mentally build up or organize scripture in such a way that we build a case for, for believing a certain way. And then it becomes a tradition for us. And tradition normally becomes something that's stagnant because we keep doing the same thing over and over again, and we're not really expanding where we are. We're not going further and deeper into the waters of the Spirit. I haven't even covered all the things that I thought I might be able to, because I've just been kind of just flowing, just flowing with whatever is uh, coming up through my spirit. And I pray that you will hear something, something that will feed your soul today or tomorrow, whenever you listen to this broadcast. So I'm going to stop right there. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your faithfulness to us. And I thank you that there is something, there is some nugget, because all we need is one good word to move us forward. And so I thank you for one good word for all the listeners who will listen to this particular broadcast. In Christ Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. So Friday, we've got Friday Night Joy at... 7 p.m. I believe that's correct. That should be the um, the third Friday of the the month. And let me just make sure that it is. This is the third Friday. Okay, so actually, since it is the third Friday, here we go. Here we go again. I see. I should have my calendar out for myself. So it's third Friday Actually the singles uh, Ministry Matters of the Heart So tomorrow that's Matters of the Heart at 7pm Eastern Standard Time Amen And Amen So um, I'll see you here uh, Well You know we'll come together spirit to spirit So we'll see each other in the Spirit uh, next Week Amen. And at some point, I will be actually changing the schedule of declaring the finished work. Um, I'm being led to um, do twice a month instead of every week. But I will certainly give you an advance notice of when this this change will come, because what I'm finding is that you really have to. Know when when it's time to to change, and when when it's time to move on to that next place. And we so often, you know, we're creatures of habit. We like we like to just keep doing the same thing. It's something that, something that we know is something that we do, but we have to have the courage to change. That no things don't always have to stay the same way. God is saying behold I am doing a new thing and I'm hoping that during this time of um, the pandemic that it has opened your eyes to clearly see that behold God is doing a new thing, a new thing. it's fresh okay? He is trying to break us out of this tradition. That we just keep repeating the same thing. We keep going around the mountain at the same spot. We're not going higher and higher up the mountain. But anyway, this is, the, this is supposed to be the end of my broadcast. So, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, wonderful evening, wonderful morning, whatever it is that you're going to be listening to this. God bless you. I love you.